This week on Florida's Fourth Estate, another week, another oddity on the road. It looked like a, a scene from Ghost yeah. <laughs> with, with Debbie Moore. And two things you don't mess with in Florida, our beaches and our sex. I mean, you start messing <laughs> with our rumpy pumpy, hey. we've got serious problems in this thing. Orlando Sentinel columnist Scott Maxwell joins us to break down Florida's shady politics. It's almost like, you're, do you remember the peanut butter and jelly when they put them in the same jar? And it's like, yes. they're only selling oh, that. There you so go. you yeah. want, That's you not have bad. to get them both. Except it's like peanut butter and uh, dog crap. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Florida's Fourth Estate. Glad to have you with us this week. I'm super excited. We call ourselves mm -hmm. Florida's Fourth Estate. The Fourth Estate, obviously, journalists, the media. One of my favorite journalists <laughs> around right here. I suckered him into joining our podcast today. Scott Maxwell of the Orlando Sentinel, columnist, genius, funny man. Wow. He does yeah, it all. I don't know about that. You're right about it. You must drink a lot just, before this podcast. That's all I can. Up. He didn't it is a late up. night shoot here, <laughs> so uh, you can't trust anything I have to say. But no, seriously, it does amazing work. He has work. been super Thank excited. You. Thank yeah. you. I said, I'm, who is this guy? <laughs> uh, I told yeah, you, I do sell cars. Excited. No, it, it's, it is a pleasure to be here with you no, guys. So glad yeah. to have you, Scott yeah, Maxwell. We're super excited. And we are going to talk all things Florida politics, uh, the dirty, the liars, the cheats. And, and uh, that's just the and Florida that's, House. That's just the <laughs> Actually, then we'll move over that's to the Senate. Just, yeah, the governor. It gets way worse yeah. from there. Yeah, so uh, we're excited. I'm Ginger Gadsden, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, Ginger. Sorry, did I just start <laughs> fanboying? Matt, all, you didn't, oh, you didn't tell God. me she was going to be here. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I mean, she you, always just, ruins you it. went all in. <laughs> I did. I feel like I should leave. No. I mean, no, but he really, do, uh, he, well, ever since you said yes, you agreed to do it, he's been super excited hey, about this. I've been excited, too. Don't out me. You outed yourself. You did that already. Now this is embarrassing, Scott. I'm sorry. Move on to But somehow you'll Can we? Can we, enough with the pleasantries, can we talk about something that's really pissing me off these days? Oh, wow. Tell us about it. Red Tide, man. It's ugly. So not only is it on the west coast of Florida now, just this week we found out it has reached the east coast near my hometown over in the Palm Beach area. Mm -hmm. That funky stank smell has erupted. Sea life is dying. So this problem, you can see people walking around. They've got the red flags warning, warnings. You can't go to the beach. People are walking around with masks on. Oh, and no one just, wants to see that in Florida. It's just it's depressing, right? It's terrible. It's also, I mean, it's awful. But I read somewhere where FWC said it's so unusual for it to be on the East Coast. Yeah. This is like yeah. the eighth time since like the 50s or something it's happened, whereas in the Gulf it happens like all the time. So Which this is serious stuff. This is killing like whale sharks. Yes. yes, like like not we're not just talking guys. like little fish. The, yeah. the biggest fish known on the planet Earth. It's yeah. killing stuff we didn't even know was out there, basically. Yeah. On the and if you're wondering how the West Coast is doing, they're still scraping up tons mm -hmm. and tons of dead fish. It still stinks out there. Naples, one of the most beautiful beaches in Florida, you yeah. could say. I mean, it's just not just killing fish; right it's killing business. It yeah. really is. People and that's are... just the red tide. We also have got green algae. It's like the uh, oh yeah, the algae world's blooms. ugliest stoplight uh, <laughs> going on here, and uh, that, they've still got the effects of that going on and that um they're now starting to be i think as of last week there are dogs that are dying oh i heard about pets, them yeah people's pets and and it's because there are these fish that have and they're and they're rotten they're toxic uh, and they're mm -hmm. taking a bite and then they're dying i saw one paper i think out of southwest florida that's starting to map dog deaths oh my gosh that's uh Sweet that's Lord. okay if you want to get yeah. people's attention 
Tell them their dogs are going to yes, die. Yes, yeah. exa- seriously. I mean, people could die, and we're like, meh. That's right. Yeah. He's like, we do that. Our dogs? 35 minutes every night, we do that. Right? I know, yeah. I know. Exactly. As soon as you mention a dog, people right. lose their minds. You just wonder. It's like, are my kids going to be able to go to the beach? You know, like, the difference between us and Nebraska is beach, basically. <laughs> well, and, and I often tell people that uh, we, we can write stories about all kinds of health problems here, uh, you know, prenatal issues, uh, people not getting the emergency room treatment they care. Nobody cares. But if tourists start coming, Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Then the state loses its freaking mind. That that yeah. like when we had the Zika thing. But the first time a headline ran in London that said uh, you're going to have to clamp down on sex if you oh. visit Florida. <laughs> I mean, you start messing now, with our rumpy pumpy, hey. then we've got serious problems in <laughs> what this state. Call it yeah, rumpy pumpy. That's, <laughs> rumpy. that's what they call this it. This is a fam- Maxwell house. family show. Oh yeah, come on, come on honey. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. Time for rumpy pumpy. <laughs> I just learned a new word. There you go. Well, wow. We try to keep it that's decent. That's exciting. Here. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Don't mess with our beaches or our sex yeah or our rumpy pumpy right. yeah that's funny okay so obviously we can't solve that problem right now uh but we can talk about celebrities they always seem to want to solve problems right are you a celebrity fan uh yeah, no that's a no he doesn't yeah me neither. uh so john legend do you know who john legend is oh, I, I, i'm a fan of his and i'm a fan of why you're going to talk about it. yes okay so he is here supporting amendment four which is on the ballot in november and he spoke at evans high school and I didn't know he went around door to door today in some neighborhoods just knocking. It, I didn't and know pe- that. Either. And people would open the door and it's like, like he would just scare them. I'm sure he had got a chance to talk to them about why they were there, but I, I was hoping he'd give a little concert while he was there. <laughs> yeah. But you know, this is to restore the voting rights right. of felons, and he is really passionate about it, saying they've done their time. And the gentleman who he was with, I can't remember his name, but he's been out of prison. He did his time like. 15 years ago, has stayed out of trouble, had a, has a stellar reputation, and he just wants to be able to vote. Right. And, and uh, it's about, it's not just about the getting your civil rights back, it's about reentry into society, yeah. it's about the stigma. Uh, study after study says that the sooner people are able to fully reintegrate into society, the more productive they are. I mean, sure. the, the point being that we want people to be reintegrated. Florida is one of only, uh, I think, three states in the United States that does not automatically restore these rights. I think a lot of people don't even realize that this is the way it is. Most people think you serve your time, you do what you're supposed to, and you and get to move on with your life. Yeah. That, that's not how it works here. And we have had uh, people like who John Legend was with today. I talked to a guy who wrote a bad check, a bad check, mm, totally no about way. oh fifty dollars in nineteen eighty. Uh, he was an Air Force veteran, and he did not get his rights back uh, for more than three decades to that vote. One bad check. Yeah. Okay, I did that in college. I'm sorry. Yeah. I well, I'm going to call 911 right <laughs> right now. I mean, I needed no more voting for you. That's crazy. I mean, I understand if you're a serial killer. Well, you're probably not going to get out of jail. You're probably going to stay in prison <laughs> for all you serial killers out there on the loose. To vote. Is that a big segment that you're listening audience? By the way, just oh, no. we're big in the serial killer demo. <laughs> but but just so you know, or our, our listeners and, and viewers know, and ser- on a serious note, serial killers, all violent and sexual predators, yeah. aren't even included in this yes. thing. This this amendment four, and, and one could even make an argument that they that anybody who does, but we're, should be get their rights back. But this excludes violent and sexual uh, predators. It is more of the, uh, the basic mm-hmm. crime anything that the then they get their rights back yeah it's just crazy but i'm happy that john legend because you know when you get the celebrity mm-hmm. to throw their weight behind it if people aren't paying attention to something now all of a sudden if they like his music if they like whatever he's done he's done a lot of stuff do you know he's an egot i do isn't that crazy? I didn't know what that was. I until told you today. earlier today. You he's me. amazing. I mean, that's he's a pretty the, selective club. 
Yeah, it's, it's Emmy, exclusive. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's right? done it all. He's yeah. done it all. I only have a Grammy and an Oscar. <laughs> a Grammy? Yeah. Really? Oh, my gosh. You know how well I sing. But, yeah, 60% of Florida voters going to have to vote, obviously, to get that amendment through. Sure. Uh, and it's going to take people like John Legend to get 60% of Floridians to It will. It, it is something that a lot of people – So the definition I heard of uh, privilege that I like is when something's not a problem because it's not a problem to you. <laughs> and yes. uh, I think True. that this is a lot of things that people don't think about. And then until it impacts someone in your family, and mm-hmm. then you go – what is what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. Because she she did something bad. My daughter or whoever it was, she paid her price, and now she still can't participate in society. Also, serve on a jury, other things like that. Yeah. yeah. So now we care. All right. Good. John Legend. Thank you for teaching us, John Legend. <laughs> Show us the way. All right. One thing I wonder if it's okay to do if this is a felony. Are you allowed to ride your motorcycle with a dog attached to you? Is this? I don't advise it, but it looks really cool and really cute whenever we see it. I think we have video. We gotta hit the video. It's always out of Jacksonville, though. It seems like this is happening a lot. Stuff out on the roads in Jacksonville. That's a that's not a hairy lady. It does. At first, you think (laughs) it's like an Ewok on the back, Uh, but it's like a baby Bjorn in reverse. And I don't know if you can tell, but the guy riding. That motorcycle's probably 260 pounds of muscle. Are the, are the dog's arms around him? <laughs> okay, I just was <laughs> noticing that. It looked right like a, a scene from Ghost yeah. <laughs> with, with Demi Moore on the back. <laughs> not, oh, God. That's got to be a, now it looks like a costume upon further review. It's one, I want the dog to have a helmet. The guy's not wearing a helmet, but I want the dog to have a helmet. Yeah. And the dog looks over, he glances over like, yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, this is happening. I, this is me now. I think I the only good thing we can say about that is the dog's not texting. Well, this well is, that's thank true. You. Yes. That we saw. That was yeah. a very short clip. So we Though I have seen people texting on motorcycles around here on more than one occasion, which <laughs> on is a yeah. bike. just that's, insane I, well, on, to me. Even on bicycles. They're like no, they're riding along with no hands. And yeah. They're just and they're not paying attention to stop signs and traffic. So you know how that. So we got that going for us. Not so well. Yeah. Hopefully somebody doesn't <laughs> insert themselves into your back seat <laughs> while texting like they yes. did me. Uh, would like to bring up a dad in Jacksonville. Don't know if you saw this on social media, but it brings up a very interesting point. Okay. So men's restrooms usually don't have a place to change a kid's diaper. Mm-hmm. He was the only option for this diaper change. So what he did, we've got a picture of him. He is squatting down. And I'm going to just say these are elite dad skills. Yeah. He squats down without using his hands, without touching the floor, and changes his kid's diaper while the kid is draped over his lap. I do think that this kid, when he grows up and finds out he went viral <laughs> for this, is probably going to be a little upset at dad for letting this get out. But He looks asleep, like he's sleeping. Who? Like he's passed out. Who, who, take, who took that photo? That was his Another one of his kids. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she was like, oh, I'm getting this. I feel random, like we might need a warrant for that person. <laughs> uh, but, uh, well, that was from the bathroom <laughs> video <laughs> camera they have. Okay, in there. all right, yeah. All right. So, a bit strange, but I've never minded not having the uh, diaper-changing apparatus in the men's room because it basically gets me out of changing diapers I in was public. just going to say, men just hand it over to their wives and the mama. mom. It's like, oh, we don't have one of those in there. Well, I feel like that mom handed that baby right back and said, get in there and get it done. <laughs> Go squat on the bathroom <laughs> floor and handle your I, business. I have to tell you, I know that uh, we all have to do what we have to do, but I, I'm not uh, that much of a germ phobe. But those things, man, they wig me out because they are used for one thing and one oh, thing yeah, only. Yeah. Oh, you mean <laughs> and, the actual changing station? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. That, like nobody's, you know, uh, putting up there to wash their hands. You're only going there if you got to change some <laughs> yeah, bad thing. business. Yeah. So. That's true. You know what? Mm-mm, don't. Yeah. 
Don't put I'm, your you know what? There. I'm going to stop eating up there. I was yeah. just going to say, <laughs> you know, a few times I've been desperate, hadn't had a place to eat. No, that no, no, That is no, not no, where no. you want to go. That's what I did. Well, I'm excited this week because normally you get to do the Floridian of the week. It's all you, my lady. But this week I get the opportunity because I saw the story. We ran a short clip of it in our newscast and just talked about this woman. And it's from Marion County and the sheriff's office put it out on their Facebook page. This woman says she's, um, let's turn, let me get her name. Oh, yeah, get it. 23-year-old Kaylee Hayes. She walks into the gas station, says she went to use the bathroom, and when she came out, her truck was gone. She no. calls, she she files she calls the cops, and they come out, and they're like, what happened? She's like, I was just in there for a couple of minutes. Car's gone. Let's look at the surveillance tape. Uh-oh. So they did. Well, As she, they tend to do. <laughs> I mean, maybe by truck she meant shoes, because she walked in there. She walked in there, <laughs> and there was no truck ever in the parking lot, and when the officer confronted her about it, she's like, no, 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 it's the wrong time. And they're like, well, what time did you come in? And she's like, two hours earlier yeah, or she's, 7 she's o'clock. She's like, I came in whenever your surveillance video yes, wasn't, wasn't working. working. <laughs> That's when so I was So they here. looked exactly. at it, yeah. no truck. And then eventually she started crying and she says, well, it's the wrong store. I didn't. And she just got hauled off. But she gave them a false name. She was already out. She already had a felony. She gave them a false name. The false name she gave was her younger sister. Oh, I know. Isn't thanks, that terrible? That's, but her sister like forgives her because I read it on Facebook. Her sister's like, don't judge. It's terrible what she did, but don't judge her. So maybe Aww. Thanksgiving won't be so bad after all. That's a nice sister. Well, because that sister's probably going to be in jail. I like her. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck God. visiting your horrific sister <laughs> in Ginger jail. Play. No. Hey, oh, my gosh. That's do, you have a si- do you have a sister? Oh, oh. I'm, I'm one of 15 kids, Scott. I have nine sisters and five brothers. Fifteen? <laughs> She's not kidding. We are like the original Waltons. I don't know. No, you're the Waltons plus the Brady Bunch. That's, that's uh, 15. It's quite, yes. I know. One, let me just and the an- Supreme Court, I think. That's a lot of yeah. people. One, one set of parents, by the way. No one's adopted. One set of twins. Yeah. Wow. It's all just one big amazing family. And I don't want to too far distracted but where are you in the 15 i'm the middle child can't you tell i need all this attention please notice me okay. her parents so, still actually, don't know she's gone if you had a falling out with a sister you'd still have like 13 others it to, doesn't matter yeah, yeah. yeah. they all wouldn't right. even know which sister to be mad at. <laughs> right. i love it yeah my brother would never talk to me again i'm gonna go rob a bank my name's joshua austin i'll give you my social that's and everything. terrible all right so uh i would like to get into our interview portion with Let's. mr scott maxwell and uh Gosh, man, these politicians around here. I, I've been to Tallahassee quite a few times. I know you I, have. I, I come Thank home, you for that. Uh, no problem. I take a big shower. It's the first thing I do and just wipe the algae and slime off of me. Good choice it's, of uh, words there. <laughs> and that's, you know, it is so hard. It has to be difficult for you because you focus solely on politics to get people to focus on the right things. There's so much noise, and but so many Floridians just say, you know, look, I want to be able to swim at the beach. I want yep. my kids teacher to get paid yeah you know so are you finding it hard to focus on the real issues yeah i think you are right we can write uh columns or do stories about the environment over and over again and we have i mean just to give you one example uh, the one thing we wrote about two years ago that was really kind of heinous they wanted to put new standards on our water in the state to allow more carcinogens oh. in there. Now think about like every deadly agent and cancer-causing <laughs> agent that you can think of. Yeah. They looked at it and they went, you know what? 
could use we need a little more, more of that. <laughs> we need a little more of that. Sprinkle a little more on top. Of and there. we, I wrote about it a lot. There were lawsuits filed. It finally didn't happen. But I have to tell you, to your point, I don't think a story like that really permeated yeah. the public's consciousness. Yeah. And it doesn't until a big green ball of snot looking that oh, smells like death rolls up yeah. no, no comes no <laughs> rolls up onto your front lawn. where's it going to come out of oh, the faucet the faucet, oh, hey. faucet. <laughs> where did you think it was coming from well, I, I, I was worried too Scott <laughs> so you never know if that's <laughs> yeah. but, just falls out of your ear but now you can see it and uh, there are as we said there's a there's a there's dead whale sharks there's dead manatees who doesn't like manatees and dolphins yeah. per- right. so the, the people can see it and it's affecting businesses and, and I'm getting uh, emails from charter captains these are you know these are not Birkenstock wearing hippies yeah. who are mm-hmm. pe- protesting the oh, sea, sea world whales they're saying I'm trying to earn a living and I can't even get my boat out and even if I go down to my boat people get sick because of, of the course, fumes yeah so. and, and no one I mean that's our bread and butter and that's yeah. how they earn a living and if people start stop coming to Florida we're all in trouble yeah absolutely and, and I so I think this one uh, is um has caught on with the with the environment, but it is frustrating. I mean, to, there's there's so much bad. Evil sort of thrives on people not paying attention, yeah. and uh, bad things happen when they're not. And 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 politicians are really good at complicating things mm-hmm. and making it tough to follow and making the story not fit nicely into your 90 second package sure. yes. or our 400 word uh, mm-hmm. soundbite. And uh, that's, I think we're like, we're going to talk a little bit later, maybe about the amendments. Yeah. Those things look like you need a PhD to understand uh, what they're I doing. Was just, we have 12 this yeah. year and, there were 13. They struck like number eight off right. or something. That's right. Which and it's got to be horrific to get <laughs> that's taken right. off. Because right. some of the ones that get through are like, my but God. You, you need a PhD just to understand them. And many people don't know what they're voting on ahead of time. So if you go into the polls trying to read each of those amendments oh, and trying to make it, no you'll be there. They're like, you got to go home. We're closed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. It's, it's time. It's true. And Scott did a fantastic article explaining how these monstrosities are built. Can you kind of give us? Yeah, and we, and we, we can't do all of them sure, here, yeah. but uh, you're, you're right. First of all, as a guiding principle, I would tell people, if you can't understand an amendment, I would vote against it. Because uh, if you don't understand, a, if you were given a contract, which is basically what this is, would you sign it if you didn't understand what you were doing? But yeah. this time, what they did is they took a bunch of issues that had absolutely nothing to do with each other, and they packaged them together. Uh, for, for instance, uh, one, one of them was... Uh, uh, Vaping, which some people wanted to ban vaping, and offshore oil drilling. Those two things don't really have much to do with each other. They decided to put them together. In the same amendment. Yeah, so if you, if you want to ban one, you have to ban the other. A better example, though, of, of, of a really goofy amendment that's still going to be on your ballot is some of these legislators and the members of the Charter Review Commi- of the Constitution Revision Commission wanted to change the rules for community colleges. Now, if this is so obscure that none of us could possibly uh, pay attention, but they want to change the way the, 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 the community colleges are run. But they know people aren't going to care about that. They're not going to so they packaged that with an amendment to give better death benefits to widows of first responders. Oh, what? no. So it's one amendment. 
and you're going to see something that says, if a cop dies, do you want his wife to have another $20,000? You can do that, but you also have to change the rules at Seminole State Community College. The, the voting bylaws. That's the sleaziest thing I've yeah. ever and, heard. And there's like four of them. Uh, five of them, I think, have been challenged. As you mentioned, one has been tossed off already. Uh, they, they've combined things like civics classes that people might like. Uh, people say, generally, I'd like more civics classes, but in order to vote for civics classes, you also have to vote for charter schools to have fewer regulations and oversight. What one has to do with the other? Nothing. Doesn't. I mean, it's almost like you're, do you remember peanut butter and jelly when they put them in the same jar? And it's like, <laughs> yes. they're only selling oh, that. So you want, yeah. That's you not have bad. to get them both. Except it's like peanut butter and uh, dog crap. Because <laughs> <laughs> people like jelly, I think. But yes, uh, yes, I think that's exactly right. Way to enhance that <laughs> analogy, Scott. Wow, well done. Much better. Uh, here's a question I wanted to know. You deal with all the politicians. I want to ask you, and this is going to be hard, which politician is the biggest liar? And I know that that's kind of like asking which Kardashian has the most plastic surgery. Oh, wow. But yeah, wow. I want to know which one is the most brazen liar. The shortest know? of the seven dwarfs. That, uh, <laughs> so I, I wouldn't normally have a go-to, uh, Matt, but I do this time. Oh. Uh, and that is, that is our governor, uh, Rick Scott. And I say that pretty, uh, I think, quantitatively, because PolitiFact, which is mm -hmm. a really great organization, I'm sure you all are familiar with, nonprofit, Pulitzer Prize winning, they take claims and they vet mm -hmm. them. And I, we've looked at them, I've looked at them for many, many years. And you can rate anywhere from basically totally true to pants on fire yeah. lies. And I will tell you, this is probably not going to shock either one of you, that m few politicians tell the truth all the time. Say what? Yeah, so I know. <laughs> Everybody tells a fib here or there. Rick Scott, when I looked last week, uh, was the first and only candidate that I have ever seen that every single <laughs> ad he had put out was a lie, every according to PolitiFact. Nine and out nine. of nine. <laughs> and, and, and I don't mean a half true, like there was some. The best he had was mostly false. That, that was the best. <laughs> that was as good as it got. No, I will say that after my column ran on Sunday, uh, they put out one ad that they he, he that they rated as true. Oh. So he's now only nine out of 10 lies. Okay, okay. Uh, I sort of viewed it, I'm gonna praise him, like if my puppy finally stops peeing on my kitchen floor, <laughs> I'm gonna pat him on the head to try to encourage him to do it. So he's gotten More of that. one of 10 More things. Of that. Are but yeah, he's he's pretty bad. So the nine were full on pants on fire. Yeah, they were they were. Uh, I can't even. There was I uh, jumped into them a lot. I've forgotten what a lot of them were uh, right now. But uh, yes. But he's basically blaming. Uh, what? Well, which is interesting. They've both been politicians for a long time. But uh, Rick Scott is blaming the algae and the red tide on Bill Nelson. And it's like, we do remember, you've been governor for eight years. Yeah. You have a lot to do with that as well. Absolutely. And I will be candid and say that red tide and green algae are not exactly the same yep. thing. And that red tide has more of a naturally occurring thing, the uh, cycle. As Ginger mentioned, it's happened mm -hmm. uh, lots of times through the years. Toxic algae, that's, that's us. That is completely yeah, us. We did that, that. Is, that, is, uh, that is pesticides, that is fertilizer, mm -hmm. that is runoff, and that is the stuff that Rick Scott has allowed to happen. Well, we've done, there have been st studies that show his enforcement of environmental regulations are down, I think it's 90% in the eight years. And by the way, when I say down 90%, I'm not talking about from some like Jimmy Carter liberal, I'm talking about from like Jeb Bush. Yeah. I mean, you, these, these mm -hmm. were other conservative uh, of governors. So yeah, he owns that green algae. Yeah. And 
in my estimation and, and in the environmental. So yes, you're right, Matt. That's a good example. When he points to uh, Bill Nelson and says you're to blame, I don't even think that passes the smell test. And this smells really bad. <laughs> it's yeah. toxic. It yeah. singes the nose hairs a yes, little bit. Yes, it does. Do you think that's why it's so hard for them to do? Like, you agreed easily to come in and talk to us. We are having the toughest time getting any politician to just come in and sit like this. And right. we say, we'll talk to you for 20, 30, 40 minutes, and we won't cut it. We'll air your the whole answer. Yeah. We want to hear what you have to say, but they just won't do it. I do find that that's a, a, a really frustrating thing. And uh, it's it's an increasing trend. And I to bring it back to Rick Scott, he was the first guy who ever ran for governor in this state who uh, did not sit down with editorial boards. Mm. Uh, up in, for whatever, 100 years, they all went around and they basically made the case. And that's not because I'm saying any politician needs to bow down at the altar of a newspaper. Editorial boards are pretty good groups of people generally that have you know four or five people that are going to drill you on the environment, on your policies, on education. And he didn't do that. The reason I tell you that is He's governor. Yeah, yeah, it worked. That's right. He, he didn't have mm -hmm. to sit down. And I think some other people said, oh, maybe we he don't need do all these yeah. media, as you know, as, as we podcast yes. <laughs> here, has changed a lot. And a lot of these guys can take their message directly to the people. The message doesn't have to be true. Uh, our president pretty uh, effectively, if not honestly, uses Twitter uh, a lot. And when if a politician sits down with you two and says, as you know, Ginger and Matt, I've done really well by education and they've been in office you two might say wait a minute I, we've we've done stories they don't have to run into that with twitter uh and their own thing and i think they are getting and, but i will tell you um that i put that on citizens they it's up to them to demand more and and that's what i told readers in this last one about the lies if you keep electing liars liars and they are and they win they are rewarded by telling lies, what do you think you're going to see more but of in the don't future? Don't you think the readers sometimes be they believe the lie because they also haven't done their homework and they they hear what a politician says and all of a sudden, oh, that's true, that's fact. Everything else is fake news. I, abs I absolutely believe that. And I, I, you, you saw me blank a few minutes ago uh, when you talk about one of the lies was one of the things that uh, Rick Scott is running against Bill Nelson. I don't mean to just pick on Rick Scott, but since sure. we're talking about him, is he calls him this this hardcore liberal, this this partisan Bill Nelson. I mean, the biggest socialist. Thing, I yeah, think I've heard the, too. The, the biggest thing Bill Nelson has been knocked for through the years is for being a middle of the road weenie. It's uh, <laughs> de Democrats have, uh, and and once again, th this isn't an opinion. There, there are votes. I mean, you, yeah. you can yeah, look you can at the Oh, you can track and there's a, there's a website it's called GovTrack uh, mm -hmm. and that's one of the things I put up there and they have a uh, hundred senators and Bill Nelson is smack dab in the middle of all those senators with Susan Collins of Maine who you may know is sort of a swing mm -hmm. vote on the yeah. Republican side and th these these facts aren't flexible mm -hmm. uh, but you're right Ginger if you, you haven't done enough. If, if you yeah if, if it gets drilled into your head enough times they start to do it and Matt and I were talking earlier today there's a growing uh, we're sort of in what people are calling a post-truth world where uh, the truth doesn't matter to them at all uh, or, or as much. And uh, people don't care about it. And I had a very strange interaction with a reader about this very column where uh, he wrote to me and he said, well, all of these things may be lies, but I know this other other ad isn't a lie. And by the way, so his, yeah, so his standard is everything else is a lie. I'm okay. <laughs> but this one is good. But this one. And I said to him, okay, this one that you're saying, that's a lie too. Uh, and I said, and I have the proof to do it, but before I take the time to go find the graph and send it to you and prove it's a lie, will you give me your word that you will acknowledge you were given bad information? And he responded, that's okay, I don't want to see it. Oh, oh that's, no. oh my gosh. Now, that's, how, that's, how, do you, 
How do we? What do you? How, how do we get past? What that? do you do? Don't even know. It's crazy. It's like if my husband came home to me tonight and said, "Honey." I've lied about everything. <laughs> what, what about nine <laughs> out of ten? Exactly, except for one thing. Oh, yeah, and that okay. is, I love you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not going to no, be enough. That's yeah. not okay. That's it's not. Yeah. yeah. And it can be hard just to cover it as journalists because uh, we had this conversation in the newsroom the other day when uh, the president came out and said, you know those numbers that Harvard did and all these studies oh, that yeah. came oh, out about, about the numbers of Puerto Ricans who died because of the hurricane? And he said, no, those numbers aren't right. That many people did not die. And we kind of looked at each other like, how do we cover this without saying he's wrong? You know, it's hard to, I mean, we can put the facts out there, but we, you're a columnist, so you get more leeway. And, but we try so hard to stay stay unbiased. And and it's not just because you're unbiased, I'm imagining. It's because you don't know for sure. That, that's the yeah. other thing, is that when the president says that's a that's not a, a true study, my first thought is, oh, God. Well, What's he talking yeah, about? Yeah, I must yeah. have gotten some mm-hmm. wrong, and I want to see that. And then that's basically what the country did. In this yeah. case, they said, uh, Mr. President, what's, what study are you referring yeah. to? Yeah. Which one are you looking at? <laughs> yeah, I'm willing to look. My good, but, uh, I'm just saying that one is wrong, <laughs> yeah. is what he said. Yeah, that's exactly. And, and that's a really great example, because we did struggle with how to – do that story yeah. without because you don't want to be the person to say well that's a lie and mm-hmm. you can't say that you right. just have to put the facts yeah. up and hope that people this is who are watching saying. can deduce and yeah. so in that case i think what a lot of people ended up seizing on was that he said it's not true and this number was drummed up by the democrats well, i guess we don't know if it wasn't true but everybody knew where the number came from it came from universities that studied for, yes. for a year but you're i you know what in in 20 years of writing for the orlando Sentinel, i haven't used the word lie very often it's just not something i i don't know that i have all my arms around every fact of the truth mm-hmm. it's it's a powerful uh uh accusation to wield at somebody but uh, when it when we know somebody's saying something that's not true, I do think we have an obligation yeah. to our viewers and to our readers to let them know what you're seeing is not true. We have to put the information out there because it's yeah. our job. You uh, know, we have a hard time getting people to talk to us. I would imagine that you also have a hard time getting a my hold of wife people. and children. Among <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're avoiding yeah. this guy. Yeah. That's our next podcast. Oh no! <laughs> Stick terrible. around. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, things, things go dark. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask you too about public campaign finance. Uh, while we still have you here, you wrote something about that that I found fascinating. And I don't think a lot of Floridians realize that millions of their tax dollars go to funding these horrible attack ads that are on their screens every day. I think you are absolutely right. Now the good news is that I think they do well by WKMG. All the all yeah, the, all the yeah. Atta- yeah. Well, yeah. okay, we're guilty. <laughs> Yeah. We're not no, saying we want them to stop. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Uh, but yes, I think what most people do have no clue about is that everybody says they hate those attack ads. Mm-hmm. What they do not know is they pay for them. And people get, well, I don't pay. Oh, yeah, yeah yes, you do. You do. Yeah. Yes, you do. And that is because Florida has something called public campaign financing. And this is something that, in theory, is a good idea. I would even be an advocate of it. What it, it what it's basically said is that you shouldn't have to be beholden to special interests or deep pockets to run a campaign and compete against somebody else. So we, as a state, are going to uh, subsidize your campaign. For every like small donation, for every $100, for every $200 you collect, we'll match it. And that sounds like that'd be a swell idea, except we have totally whacked out the system mm-hmm. so that these candidates can take $10 million 
from uh, from a special mm -hmm. interest or from a pack, and then also get the two hundred dollars and get matching money. And this is what you're talking about. We are now heading to our record total. I can't remember the exact number. I think we were at six million dollars yeah. uh, of your every every one of these dollars, general tax dollars that you, that all three of us and our listeners uh, have have, uh, have contributed are paying for these ads. And sometimes you're subsidizing the front runner. We've had uh, can campaigns where uh, there's only really one candidate in the race, and we still give him four hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Why? Yeah. We like you so much. Who's he going to lose to? Yeah. I mean, and Adam Putnam, who's our agriculture commissioner, four years ago, he ran against somebody, and I will give you everything in my wallet if either one of you can tell me who he ran against. Oh, yeah, that was, um, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I can't even remember. It was, I, I mean, think Adam Putnam won, you know, 70%. There was, it was never a race, but yeah. we gave him hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> to run a campaign against a nobody. That's correct. And the negative ads, they are, I mean, they are ugly, but yeah. apparently they're effective. It works, though, right? I I. I don't see how we conclude uh, could conclude otherwise. Yeah, yeah, people who do them keep getting elected. And I think you said uh, a moment ago, or one of you said, keep hearing it. You keep hearing mm -hmm. it. A lie repeated. That it's true. That it, it's it true. does. And even, yeah. if you, even if you think it's not uh, affecting you, I think it st uh, I think it starts. And then you start going, man, I think Bill Nelson is a socialist. <laughs> I heard that in. somewhere. Yeah, it, it creeps it, in. Absolutely. Yeah. It, yeah. And you don't even realize that it's in there. It, I mean, it's, it's so bad that when you do hear one that's positive or see one that says, I love my wife, I love <laughs> I love my mom. I love mm -hmm. my kids. You're like, what is that crazy man saying? And you just feel like I'm not it's voting not... for him. Yeah. <laughs> Must be something wrong with this yeah. guy. Yeah. It doesn't even feel right anymore. And I'm sad that I'm the person who feels that way. I'm like, well, he's hiding something. Yeah. So it's you're crazy. doing it too. You're I mean, all it's... a part of the problem. Yeah. Happens. All right. Welcome to Florida, everybody. Absolutely. Hey, this was fun. Oh my God! Are we done? Are we? Do we have to be? I think he's got to go home. But he'll come back eventually oh, to, the, yeah. to the wife and kids. We're going to do that dark show about all yeah. the trouble in my family life. Coming up, Scott yeah. Maxwell's family life and all you've ever the wanted to know side. about it. But you really should check him out. I uh, love your column. Thank I'm not going to try to ooze. I don't want to get uh, you, you know. But uh, but it is you a have fantastic a lot of fans read. In this building. You have oh, a yeah. lot of fans. Oh, and Ginger doesn't like to read, so oh, uh, my God. <laughs> I was just happy to find out who you are right now. Thank you, Ginger. That means a lot. I love your work and you just have a way of breaking it down where in bite-sized pieces and sometimes I'll find myself reading something you know it's good when you laugh out loud or gasp out loud <laughs> one of I those like things, you know it usually happens at least once a column I, well I, I do try to break it down into little things because I know we can't digest I think Jeff Goldblum said in the big chill it can't be longer than it takes the average American to have a bowel movement <laughs> I, uh, I, I try There's to subscribe to, to something like that because people run away we're in a Twitter society yeah. we got 280 characters instead of 140 but I try to yeah. keep it bite size still the best thing you do is the Scott Maxwell's hate mail segment uh, well that is always it. coming Coming in, there is oh my uh, never gosh. a shortage of Come that. Come back and we'll just do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Now, you guys get a little of that, too, I We think. could compete with some hate mail. I don't get hate mail. Everyone loves me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, I could read some of her hate mail for you. It's terrible. They're bad, but they make me laugh now. 20 years ago, young Ginger would have cried. I love that I love that you can laugh, and I think that's the best way to handle it. <laughs> hey, what else are you going to do? Absolutely. No, I still cry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. what they say about Ginger? Yeah, it makes me upset. Scott Maxwell, thank, thank you so much. Do fantastic here. work with the awesome. Sentinel. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ginger Gadsden. I still love doing this with you. Good times. I'm Matt Austin. <laughs> oh, I feel like I should leave now. <laughs> now you should get, get out of here. Yeah, We're going to light the real. candles. <laughs> this is Florida's Fourth Estate.